This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. I am Iron Man. The suit and I are one. because I'm Ronnie and I'm here like all the time like normal I grab Martin and I'm Cullen Bun <laughs> no you're not a bonus episode <laughs> you guys and I say you guys because Jay's been on Aaron's been on Daryl's been on and you are normally like on the DC side of things I'm the anti-Marvel as they say yeah even when you said you weren't reading Marvel, but you still were pulling like six or seven books. But now you guys seem to be uh, into the better direction of things. Listen, I, I thought about this long and hard because Aaron and I recorded about this. <laughs> this and is I, the wrong I, podcast I, to talk I, about that. <laughs> I thought about this long and hard, and I think I think part of the excitement for me is Donny Cates. Okay. I can see that. But you're reading more than his books, though, right? And enjoying more than his books. That's true. But I'm most excited for his books. Okay. And I'm very excited about the Marvel Knights thing. Yes. But I'm also going to call BS on that, though. On what? That you're most excited about Donny Cates' books. Why is that? Because... Could you please tell me what your favorite Marvel title is right now? My favorite Marvel title? Ooh, probably Immortal Hulk. Uh, I, and does Donny Cates write that? He does not. <laughs> okay. That that book will be canceled soon. Uh, yes. But I love it. Well, that, that's why it's going to get canceled, because I love it. Well, I don't know if it'll get canceled, but it might get restarted again. Yeah, there you go. It might get a, a new number one. Um, I love the new Jessica Jones with Kelly Thompson. I think it's mm-hmm. fantastic. I love the new X-23. Who yeah. writes that? Is that Kelly also? Uh, or, I think so. Oh, no, that's uh, Marika Tamaki. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, I love that book. Which, which she she was writing the Supergirl mini that was better than the actual ongoing. Yeah, they're really good mini. Was that uh, yeah. Alien something, wasn't it? Being something Alien? Like, being mm-hmm. super su- Being super Alien. I don't know. Sure, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, I'm really digging that. What else do I like? I really like Doctor Strange. And, uh, you know, you, you made fun of me because I like Venom. And you I, feel don't, like I don't make fun of you. You do make fun of me because I like Venom. Because you read it and I, you, you said it was like X-Men War. Yes. Which it is. 
Yes. But, I mean, but it's a I, symbiote, so I I can understand why you'd get that impression. Yeah. I think at first, and I don't know, like, when Venom actually came out, you know, and maybe the rumblings I've heard with the movie, mm-hmm. that I always read it as the symbiote was alive but couldn't communicate. Sure. So it was, so it was um, Eddie, like, the, his conscious type, you know, the good guy, bad guy type of thing that was playing as to where now it's more living and talking. Well, now it's a horror book. Well, yeah. yeah Whereas yeah. before it was a superhero book. Yeah. Which, it's really working, and I haven't read 4, which you said is a game changer. Shame on you. So, you know. How, can you, also, do a Mar- how can you do a Marvel podcast and not have read Venom? Well, I'm not up to date. Ah, Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie. You gotta read it, dude. It is a game changer. They, they go through the whole origin of, of the Null, the, the god of the, of the symbiotes. Okay. You, you learn why he's the god of the symbiotes, how that whole thing started. There's a, a connection to the celestials. It's freaking amazing. There's a, there's a thing about the origin of the, the Necro Sword, which he created. Was that like the lightning sword that Exo has? <laughs> Just asking. Damn it, man. No, dude, freaking, well, I mean, did Exo, Exo didn't have a lightning sword in the original run. Well, not in the 90s, no. No, so, so the Necro Sword, I, I can't remember what the first appearance is, but I know, uh, Gore, Gore has the Necro Sword, and he first showed up in, in, I think, volume one of Thor, Jason Aaron's Thor. Mm-hmm. So that would be what year? Is that like 2013, maybe? So, yeah, 20, 2013, 2014, somewhere around there, I would say. All right, see, so if you want to compare this to Exo War, then you gotta blame it on Jason Aaron, cause he brought that in. <laughs> well, yeah, but, see, I just say that jokingly because Donnie, wrote stories for Valiant, you know, so. Sure, sure, sure. But, uh, I mean, if you want to talk about being more like EXO, I think, I think Doctor Strange is more like EXO. Oh, uh, yeah, story-wise. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, Doctor Strange is really good. Uh, of course, I'm digging X-Men Blue, and not because of Cullen. I, I've dug that book since it started. Mm-hmm. It's been, uh, to me, the most solid of the current X-Men books. Correct. And, so, uh, yeah. Since, since you're right there. And Uncanny's coming back, and there's no team on it. Who do you think's going to helm that? Did I not share my crazy theory with you? I don't know. Did you? I don't know. I thought I put it in our Discord. It's it's not going to happen wh- whatsoever. But uh, when they announced that Saga was taking a year hiatus, I was like, oh, it's going to be Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. Like, that was my joke. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Which, by the way, if that were true, it would be awesome. But I don't think yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. But it just seemed to be uh, an interesting coincidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just thought it was kind of cool because uh, Claremont's coming back to write the one shot. Yep. Which what I if? about killed you about. Yeah. Because I was trolling you. <laughs> <laughs> what if uh, Claremont came back for an arc or two of Uncanny? That would be nice. At least to relaunch the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think that'd be good fan service. I don't know if you would stay on the book for a long period of time. Uh, like I'm not sure how his writing is now. You know what I mean? Like he, he's yeah, been yeah. away for a long time, and and all of a sudden well, because he's, he's been sitting around 
collecting a fat check from Marvel. Well, sure, maybe, but you hope. You hope. Well, I thought the, I thought they had the ex- like he can't go anywhere. Like they had oh, him under contract. Yeah, that that's why we haven't seen him do anything else. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. How does that work? I don't know. You make him exclusive and then just pay him and not give him stuff to do. Yeah, that's because I mean, because I mean, this one shot is his first work forever, right? Yeah, I don't know what the last thing he did was, but uh, I mean, I'm assuming it was X Men, and so that had to be. I mean, when did he leave? Probably like early to mid nineties. Yeah, yeah, ninety four, ninety five. So I mean, I they haven't been paying him for the past twenty years, right? Uh, hey, dude, anything? I don't know. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny, but I was just under the impression of that. Mm. So that way, that's why he hasn't done anything, you know, because, I mean, you know, you pay Bendis big money, but he was pretty much helming the whole corner of the universe. Yeah, or the whole like, universe. Yeah, Bendis, but I like, understand. But, like, back, you know, now it's like he's a hot commodity and... Well, I mean, Claremont could would be a hot commodity. I'm sure DC would love him to write something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or even Image for that matter, like creator owned. Or is he just burnt out enough that he that he doesn't want to do anything? All right, here you go. He hasn't been no, dude. All right, he's been working. So he quit doing X Men in '91, and then he did a 12 issue Alien Predator series, which I'm sure I have because I own all those now. So is that Dark Horse then? That was Dark Horse for 12 issues. Okay. Uh, he co-wrote 10 through, uh, Wildcats 10 through 13 with Jim Lee. That he was when Image, that, right? Yep. That was in 93. Mm-hmm. Then he did, oh god, yeah, how could I forget that? Yeah, of course. Uh, he did Sovereign 7 for 36 issues over at DC. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Oh four, he did JLA for 5 issues. Oh seven, New Excalibur. I don't remember that book. Mm-hmm. It looks like that's about it. He, but, but, however, he's been under exclusive contract with Marvel since 2014. Okay. So yeah, so he's been getting paid for the past three years doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty. That's a sweet gig, dude. That's the kind of gig that I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, for somebody like him. That's pretty much like, uh, thanks for everything that you did prior to now, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no I mean, doubt. I, I mean, I'm sure your other people can think about it like the negative way, like, let's pay him not to do nothing so he just doesn't go somewhere else, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess as so. we've heard, well, as we've heard time and time again that Marvel sucks like on kickbacks on their creator type stuff. Right, as opposed to DC, like DC takes care of their people. Yeah, you know that that's the uh, that that's what I hear. But I wonder, I wonder how much of that is um, is based more on the contract that people agree with, right? Than than anything else. Yeah, I mean, because you know, like you're you're signing a contract when you work with these people. Yeah, even as a freelancer. So, you know, if yeah. the, if the if the terms are unfavorable to you, then I mean, it sucks that you get kind of pushed over, but 
at the same time, you know, take partial responsibility for it. Right. I know it's going to be a hashtag unpopular opinion. You can send all hate mail to <laughs> at who's Paul. Okay. Well, I mean, it's also one of those things where the most of the rumblings are from guys that are at DC now. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, maybe well, they he- didn't get as, and it could be just sour grapes. Like maybe they didn't get treated like they thought they should have or whatnot. You got to think though, if, if you're savvy enough, you'll, you'll get a good contract, right? So, I mean, like going back to Donny Cates, for example, he just renewed his contract at, at Marvel. Mm-hmm. And, and part of it is he gets to pretty much do whatever he wants with Marvel Knights. So, I mean, that, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Sure, he's a good writer, but like, you need to be savvy enough when you go over your contract to understand what it is that you're signing. Yeah. And, it, and, uh, with his contract, it like positions him in a good spot. Yeah, you know yep. it's not like hey, I'm getting a, a book or a B book or whatever. You know, hey, this is my idea, and I would like to do this, and we can still play within the rules. But you know, I wish I wish somebody would take over Max again, though. I mean, what, what what could they do at Max that they wouldn't be able to do with Marvel Knights? Yeah, but Marvel Knights would be in continuity, though, right? It's just at street level. Yeah. So, I mean... Oh, I guess true enough. Because I, I felt that Ennis's Punisher on the Max series was better than the, his run at Marvel Knights, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, they, they've done stuff like Marvel Knights within, you know, Marvel itself, right? So, uh, what was that series that was just that recently? The, the Punisher one? It was set in Vietnam, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, back in the day, and, that would have been Ennis a Max did that book. One. Yeah, Ennis yeah. did that one. That would have been yeah. a, a Max book, but it's not. You know what I mean? Like, the, the yeah. stuff with the Cosmic Ghost Rider that you hate, like, that could be a max I, book. I don't hate Cosmic Ghost Rider. I thought, <laughs> I thought issue one was fun. Surprisingly. Is that what you say when you hate something? That it's fun? No. Okay, let me clarify. I thought the big lead up and let down was of who it was in the Thanos book. Right? Okay, fair enough. But actual Cosmic Ghost Rider number one... I thought it was fun and enjoyable. Okay. I agree, because you punch babies in the face. <laughs> yes. And, like, everything that happened to him, his origin to get to that point, was in one, you know, eight-panel grid. So right. we didn't have to spend two or three issues getting to the point where we are already at. Well, I mean, like, all right, so Nick, Nick and I talk about this all the time, but... You know, I think Nick believes the old Stan Lee saying, right? Like, you should make every book someone's first book. But don't you think by now, like, some of that is kind of irrelevant? Yeah, some of it, I'm sure. Like, do you you don't need to tell a an origin of the Punisher every single time you do a Punisher book, right? So you can tell yeah. that story in two pages, in eight panels. Right. You don't need to do, like, uh, oh, you know, Peter Parker got bitten by a spider, yeah. Right? You don't need to do that anymore. Everyone knows. You don't need to do the Bruce Wayne, his parents got killed in the alley thing. Like, everyone knows. 
Yeah, kind of like what they're doing with Incredible Hulk, really. Immortal Hulk? Yeah, in Immortal Hulk, but like they're doing with the Incredible Hulk in Immortal Hulk. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Because not everybody knew that he got shot with an arrow and the Hawkeye did it, but, you know, they dropped little things here and there of reason why we got where we're at. Man, that Hawkeye, he's so mischievous. Yeah. So mischievous. Do you read, um, are you reading Old Man Hawkeye? Yes, I am. Dude, that book, nobody talks about that book, but it's really damn fun. Yeah, it is. It's it is like, really uh, good. it's like when Old Man Logan first started. Yeah. To me. Or, when it was the great. recent. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can actually do old man or old woman, whatever, and do the same things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but I'm glad that they picked Hawkeye, though. Yeah, I guess. I was, I was a little surprised. I was a little surprised. I think Hawkeye, for me, hasn't been an interesting character in a long time. I used to love... Remember when Hawkeye had that really crappy costume that was freaking awesome back in the day? The the purple costume? Oh, yeah. With yeah, the, yeah. Loin, the loincloth and the little the eyes yeah. things? Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. was awesome. The pointy... Awesome. The pointy... Uh mask and everything yeah, yeah yeah like he was going to a masquerade ball yep yeah god that's so 70s i liked i liked him when he was ronin too yeah that was pretty interesting i mean it was a different take on it so yeah yeah that was pretty interesting but uh yeah old man, old man hawk is a fun book and i wish more people would talk about it yep and you're also enjoying one that i really can't stand either which one? Multiple man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Which, it's fun. which, which is which is crazy for me because I loved Ivar and everybody's comparing it to Ivar, right? Yeah, I, I guess. <sighs> well, I mean, it's out there on the internet, so it must be true. But <sighs> I, I guess the Jamie that really got me for him to move up on my top five X-Men one was the smart-ass, like, detective one. Yeah, but this is not that Jamie. I I know, I know. And so, like, I'm like, and I can't, and I'm not saying that I hate it, that it's the worst book out there, because it's really not. But, like, for me, it's hard for me to put that multiple man aside Mm-hmm. To accept this one, does that make sense? Sure. And because this book is fun, I, the art on it sometimes isn't the best for me. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. And and I have a love hate relationship with uh, math writing sometimes. Yeah, because it's like my version of Tom King for you. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Hey, I'm turning around on Tom King. Well, it only took you 50 issues, but I'm glad you finally see that everybody else is right. <laughs> uh, I didn't say that. <laughs> I did not say that. But, uh, so, yeah. what makes you like Multiple Man so much, though? Uh, I don't know, just because it's a fun book, dude. I don't want everything to be so serious all the time. And I okay. think that that book doesn't take itself seriously at all. 
I can see that. So it's just like a palate cleanser, fun read for you then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess with everything reconstructing and and coming back, like I would like there to be since since um, X Men Gold and X Men Blue and Reds ending. I kind of want there to be like the old days where there's uncanny X-Men and then you have like Excalibur or X-Factor or whatever. So, and I'm just afraid that if they do it that way now and they put Jamie, this, this Jamie back on like X-Factor, it'll be more like, um, champion style instead of a semi-serious one. Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying, but, uh, you know, Ronnie, here's the thing. You also hear this a lot on the internet. Uh, not everything has to stay the same, Ronnie. No, I know. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm glad that a lot of things have changed because we wouldn't have got that great Jane Foster Thor run. Oh yeah, sure. From Jason, you know. You know what's funny too? Like that, that, I was trying to think about that when they announced the new What If books. Uh, like the stories that I really enjoyed. And one of the ones in what if that was really, really good was what if Jane Foster became Thor mm. and, and then it actually became a reality. Mm. Um, I, I hope that just bringing back the what if books doesn't mean that they don't take chances on telling those things. Yeah. Right. In, in continuity. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I never felt that way really with the uh, the Elseworlds stuff that DC does, but uh, but I feel like what ifs were were kind of I don't know they almost felt a little different than than the Elseworlds, uh, and and now seeing all that stuff actually happen, um, you know, it makes me think a about a lot of things like how, how do they try to move forward in certain stories? How how is the landscape at Marvel changing with with all these new writers coming in? Um, so I remember like you and Jack talking about this, I mean, probably in one of the early episodes, like one of the first episodes, right. how, um, it, it was almost like, what, what's Marvel doing? Cause you know, you try to name writers working at Marvel and you could only name like two or three. And, and I feel like now Marvel's in a pretty good place where I can probably name at least, you know, half a dozen to a dozen, uh, people working there. Yeah. Uh, and, and the names that, you know, I would have thought of a year ago are kind of secondary to the names that I think now when I think Marvel. Yeah, I agree. Cause it's kind of back, like when, like you're saying, like when Jack and I were wondering, since everybody was leaving Marvel to go to DC and then now, you know, it seems like, I, I don't want to say it's like the, the young guns versus like oh. the old, the I old hat stuff, yeah. You know, but it's like they're taking more chances on different writers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, which I mean, like you give Donny Cates, like, uh, Doctor Strange, for example, right? So that's like his test run to see what of his indie darlings would follow him, you know, to Marvel. And then, okay, then we're going to give him Damnation, and then we're going to give him Thanos, and then you rock the world with that. Okay, well, now you get your little part of the Marvel world. 
mm-hmm. because you proved yourself to us. Yeah, I can see that. So, I mean, it's it's kind of like with Zach and Lonnie too, right? They are the best. Yeah. Well, but I mean, you know, you give them a five issue run on cable, and then you know they're they got other stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think that run was pretty well received from what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they, they're doing that, and then they've got the, they're doing the Spider Book, that's a tie-in to Spider-Geddon. Yep. Um. And they have the backstories in the, in the X-Men one-shots. Yep. Yep, they're doing the Apocalypse story in the one-shots. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe something else X-Men related. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Uncanny. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. No, it's not Uncanny. <laughs> I, know. I know. I was just, <clears throat> but uh, so yeah, I, I think like Captain, the newish Captain America has been really good. Now the, is that? But, here, but here's the thing, though, <laughs> for, for me, this Captain America issue should have came out like right after Secret Empire ended. I agree. I agree. And basically, but, it read like like it did, only you know a couple of months. So then, the in between books really don't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, who who picked the book up after Secret Empire? It was Mark Wade, right? He did like four issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Wade and Chris Samney. Which yeah, I wish Samney would have stayed on there because I think Samney's art style really fits that book very well. But um, yeah, that that was an interesting story, and and in some ways, I think. Kind of similar to what Coates did in that first issue. Um, there's only one issue out, right? The second one hasn't come out yet. Right. Okay. Just making sure. But um, I think uh, I think part of the problem may be that just Coates is so busy with other stuff that they probably had to give him a little more time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, I agree. He's, he's been working on that Storm series for forever, and mm-hmm. they're not putting it out because he doesn't have time to finish it. And, you know, unlike other publishers, I guess they're trying to uh, continue with some kind of schedule. Yeah. But, and not saying that the Mark Wade stuff was bad, because it, I thought it was really good. It was like a nomad type story. Yeah, yeah it was great. That first issue then, did was, I thought was awesome. When he goes to that town, and they're having yeah. like Captain America Day. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. The town was America, wasn't it? Was it, it called America? Patri- it had some patriotic name. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they renamed it Captain America. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But uh, did yeah. you read? Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Did you read the new um, Captain Marvel book? The life and the, what is it? Life and death of Captain Marvel. Life and times of Captain. Whatever. It is. L- life and times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty. good. I thought it was more complex than what I thought it would be. Like, there was double, there was in-depth stuff there that was more uh, more than I expected to be. Well, for one, I mean, it it was a double issue, which is nice, because, you know, it's it's easy to complain about Marvel pricing a lot, because they always do number ones at, like, $5.99, right? Right, right. And uh, and that's tough for a lot of people. So if you're going to do that, then, I mean, you've got to do a double issue to make it make sense. And, um... I think, I thought the timing was a little odd for Captain Marvel. 
you know, I figured they would time it to end kind of around the time where the movie's coming out. True. Because the movie's not out till, what, like May or, no, June, last, next year. Because it's, yeah, it's after Shazam. Yeah. So, about June. And I mean, mm-hmm. if, if they had started this December, January, then I think that would have made a little more sense. I'm not sure, like, what the deal is, unless they have something else planned, um, that will kind of tie into that. Right? Because the big thing now is, is Infinity Wars Prime. Which I haven't yeah. read that issue yet, but I know what the spoiler is, and I thought it was awesome. Um, yeah. But uh, like, unless that somehow brings her in, but even that, like, that's going to end before the movie comes out. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm sure she'll. The only thing that I can think of PR wise is she's not one of those main heroes or heroines, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to put this out to make people aware of her and what her origin and backstory is. So by the time the movie comes out, there'll be more people aware of her. But then on the other side is you and I already are aware of her. It's not us that need to be taught the lesson of who she is. It's going to be the casual moviegoers. Right, right, right. Yeah, but I mean, even though I know about her, I don't know a whole lot about her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, uh, well, I thought- that's that's because it's never like delved deep into into her personal stuff, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and guess the, so. The, I guess so. Because it's always been, you know, the superhero type part of it, and like the soap opera ish type stuff with her being a superhero. It's never been like how it was for her being a kid or, you know, going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that because, uh, she showed up in Jessica Jones and, uh, and I really liked the interaction between Jessica and Captain Marvel in that issue. Yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't mind seeing that, right? Cause Captain Marvel yeah. is, is very powerful. And yeah. from what I hear, and what's going around, she's going to be extremely powerful in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of want to see why that is, right? Because I've, I've got yeah. a long gap. I don't know a whole lot about Carol Danvers. Yeah. Um, aside from kind of the Captain Marvel history a little bit. Right. And where she, her and Jessica were best friends, or still are kind of best friends when she was Jewel. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, and the, and this issue kind of gave you some of that type stuff, and it was yeah. kind of I, I loved it because there was dual meanings for things in the book. Oh, a lot right? of it, yeah. And, and you know, it's like, well, now that's her dad's baggage, but she has her own baggage, you know, and and she was the one because, uh, like, with her. Um, standing up to her family, even though she was right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she's standing up to the Avengers, like during Secret Empire. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're both technically her family, we'll say. And then, you know, is she right or is she not right on sure. that side? Sure. That's still out. But, yeah, there was a lot of double meaning type stuff there that I thought was great. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the line's really strong right now. I think there's a couple books that really could use some help. 
yeah. and and for one, I'll throw in like Moon Knight, for example, which I like the current mm-hmm. Moon Knight run, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It just it something's off about it for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I love Moon Knight, so I want yeah. I, I want to see a good Moon Knight book, but he's one of those characters that like a lot of people don't really care about. Yeah, it's just like doggy paddling in the deep end right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, it, when the book relaunched, it kicked off pretty strong. I thought, just after after the stories kind of started waning off, the the book itself has started waning off for me. For me, I'm right. sure there's still people that like it. Yeah. Are, are you talking about when it started with the Lemire run or this new one? No, 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 no the new one, the new one. Okay. It kicked off with issue like 186 or something. Yeah. Right. When Legacy came back for a minute. Yeah, yeah, when Legacy came back. And then they had uh, Ra, the sun god. He was the, the villain in the arc. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That arc was strong, but now it's kind of like, okay. L- let's uh, let's do something else with it. And I, I don't yeah. know what they could do, aside from my amazing Apocalypse Moon Knight crossover. Uh, I'm not sure what they could do, <laughs> right? Because you, you got to think, like, the past three or four volumes of Moon Knight, they've stuck with the whole multiple personality thing. And, like, that's cool and novel when it's done once, but when you do it for a long time, you're kind of like, all right, like, you know. Yeah. You, yeah. You, how can you make this character so two-dimensional when he's got multiple personalities? Right. Right. Well, and I'd like, since we got the Marvel Knight side back, like, one of my favorite runs of Moon Knight was uh, Daniel Way and Mark Textiera. Oh yeah, old runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, and that was like boots on the ground type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I wish they would go back to the dark and gritty part, and maybe we will now that we have Marvel Knights back. But yeah, I like the dark and gritty stuff. I don't mind some of the other stuff though. I've uh, I, I started rereading the Fist of Khonshu. That was volume mm-hmm. two or three, and uh, like the the old seventy stuff is pretty fun. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It, it's kooky as hell, and I don't think it would work nowadays. But it's pretty fun to do. Yeah. I think maybe what they need to do is is explore the the mercenary side a little bit more. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, then you can yeah. bring in like Punisher and all those guys, mm-hmm. make it dark and gritty. Yeah, I think it'll work really well on Marvel Knights. Yeah, maybe that's the relaunch pad. Same with Ghost Rider, right? Like we haven't had any yes. like good Ghost Rider book in a long time. In a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Or at least for me. Like, I think uh, Trail of Tears was the last, like, really, really good Ghost Rider for me. Yeah, but they've all been minis, though, right? They haven't had an ongoing title. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hmm. Now, is it convenient that next week Fantastic Four number one comes out? Never heard and, of it. Huh? Never heard of it. And it just got confirmed that the movie rights have been back to Disney. <laughs> That's not convenience. <laughs> That's a conspiracy. Uh, but to be on the fair side, the Marvel 2-in-1 have been fantastic, though. No pun intended. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, which is weird, right? Because I'm not a huge Chip Zdarsky fan. Mm-hmm. But I love that book. Yeah, I was kind of because you know how you're either with Dan Slott or you're against Dan Slott or you like his writing or you don't. Yeah. And so, like for me, 
when he got announced that he was doing Fantastic Four, it, I should have been awesome. But I was like, man, Chip's banging this out, and it's awesome. Why don't we just let him continue with it? Yeah, but, I was, I was kind of hoping for that. I was kind of hoping for that. I mean, I, I like Dan Slott. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I like Dan Slott, too. I, uh, I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan, but I like the crossovers, so I read those. Yeah. And uh, so I've enjoyed him quite a bit. And, uh, and I like the first issue of Tony Stark Iron Man, so I, that was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious about this new one, because they have a new villain in the book also, which looks interesting, I guess. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and I like Sarah Pacelli, so I know the art's gonna be good. But we'll see, Ronnie. It could yeah, be we'll see. horrendous. You it could be. Know. Yeah. But I'm be. putting money on Fantastic, though. Because <laughs> I bet at some point, Kang the Conqueror is going to come back. Uh, you know, Kang's been in uh, in Exiles. I don't know. I don't know if you're reading that. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I, I, let's talk about Exiles for a little bit. Because okay. Black Bolt is the same writer, right? Saladin Ahmed. Uh-huh. Uh, Black Bolt was... When it was coming out, my favorite Marvel book. Yep, which is crazy. Why is that crazy? It was freaking awesome. No, no I'm saying it, it wasn't just your favorite Marvel book that was coming out. It it was oh, yeah. critically acclaimed, you know. Absolutely. And it's and it's Black Bolt, not you know Iron Man or Spider Man or Thor or something like that. Oh sure, sure, sure. Well, yeah. you know me, I like uh, I like stuff people hate. So, yeah. um, but uh, but yeah, Black Bolt was really good. And so when they announced Exiles, I was in, right? Because same writer. So I was like, okay, it's going to be interesting stuff. I love the Exiles from the Age of Apocalypse stuff. Mm-hmm. Blink's in the book. And mm-hmm. I love Blink. Blink is my second favorite mutant of all time. Right. So I was excited. But then I read it. And I, and I wasn't that excited. Yeah, next Why? time I Frost. Cause who, who, which is, without a doubt, the greatest X character of all time. Oh, see, I thought you were going to say Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> what didn't you like about Exiles? All right. It's not that the book is bad, because that's not it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I think, yeah. I think I'm getting back into it now some. I, I took a little hiatus. I was still getting the book, but, uh, I took a little hiatus from reading it. And I think, uh, I think now with Kong the Conqueror being in there, it makes it more interesting. I don't know if because Kong, I love Kong or what it is, but I think the book is in an interesting place. But I think, uh, there's a couple things. The, it, I think it took too long to get the team together. Right? Cause it took like about three issues to get everybody in there. And, and I understand like, the type of story the book is trying to tell, but I felt like it took too long to get those characters in there. The other problem I have with the book is this little cartoon Wolverine thing. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what is that? (laughs) Is that a thing? I mean, I know I haven't read Marvel in a long time, but what, what is it? Uh, it's a thing for this book. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. I, uh, I, I love Blink, so I'm good with it. Even the, the character des- redesign, I'm not a big fan of, but whatever. Um, I think the, the old lady Kamala Khan is really interesting, so I like that there. 
Um, but outside of that, I'm, I'm telling you, like, if Kong wasn't in this book right now, I, I may have held off another couple months of, to read it. No, I, I understand. For me, it it's up there in the champions part of it. Like, yeah, it's not for yep. it's not for me. Yeah, like or my age, you know, type of thing. Which apparently it's doing okay, but not great or bad. Mm-hmm. So I mean, somebody's digging it. So which is cool. But for me, it's just because there's a lot of YA. I guess we'll call it books that I do like, and mm-hmm. I and I some of them I do love. Like we talked about Betrothed on yep. Aftershock Central. Yep. But like here, it just doesn't work for me. I don't know why. It's kind of like um, uh, when um, the last spider event happened and we got uh, Web Warriors. Mm-hmm. So we got the 90s cartoon Spider-Man in there too. And Spider-Pig. 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 So that's like what the Wolverine character is for me. Uh-huh. And, I, and, I, and I'm I'm there with you. I'm just like, why? Why? Why do we need it here? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there's um there's a few a few Marvel books around the same spot on the sales charts um which are really like I I feel below the the threshold the cancellation threshold for Marvel. Um but they're maybe, still going. But they're still going and I think maybe Marvel yeah. likes these books well enough that they continue them. Um, yeah. so it's, uh, like, so Moon Knight is one of them, um, Exiles, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Champions, uh, Cable, and Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows. Now, do you think that it's because of, like, Champions and Exiles and even Spider-Man Renew Your Vows or Spidey, um, is on the Scholastic Book Orders for school? Yeah, that's gotta be the reason why they keep them on here, right? Yeah, it's the same reason why they always do the the Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur stuff. Yeah, or Squirrel Girl. For or that squ- yeah, Squirrel Girl. I mean, those two books sell gangbusters on Scholastic. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, which is fine. Yeah, because I mean, you get kids reading comics then. Absolutely. No, no matter if they're reading trash or not, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> at least at least it opens the door for possibilities later on. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Yeah, you agree with me. You just didn't want to say it. I'm not saying that. <laughs> uh, no, just... thanks. Yeah, come on. I'm trying to see what the the worst selling Marvel book is. It looks like Runaways. Really? Yeah, yeah. Which is because I loved Runaways when it first came out. Like that was one of my top Marvel books um, in the early 2000s, I guess. Uh-huh. Right. Uh huh. Because, uh, was that Brian K. Bond to you? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. It, it was just like a fresh new concept that hadn't been done yet. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, now we've had other similar concepts for it of where kids had evil parents or supervillain parents or whatever. Yeah. But back then, and that's another, that's another example of introducing new characters and diverse characters that had legitimate like storylines and and backup for it that you know 
that went places and was great instead of just like plugging them in here or there. Mm-hmm. Like, because, you know, I'm sure Jack and I have always talked about like the Jane Foster or the Miles, right? They yep. worked because their stories worked. But then there's other ones like Nick's favorite, uh, Dominus, what's his name? Adamus Cho. Oh, uh, Amadeus Cho, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. But, like, it just doesn't work, or, and it doesn't seem like it works for a lot of people, or even Sam Alexander as Nova. So, so I'm gonna put it to you this way. So, a lot of people, uh, hate on those characters, right? Cause they're like, oh, that's not my Hulk, or, I mean, like, we joke around that stuff, right? The hashtag yeah. not my Batman and whatever else. Yeah, yeah. Um, hashtag not my multiple man. Recently. Yeah, hashtag not my multiple man. <laughs> <laughs> it, and a lot of people feel that way, right? Like we 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 say it jokingly, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people take that stuff very seriously, mm-hmm. uh, which which doesn't make sense. And it, I think the problem is if if Marvel and DC created really compelling characters to take over those roles, then it would be different, right? So. Right. You know, like over at DC, you have like the signal, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now, now I'm going to get hate from Daryl. Send, uh, <laughs> send your hate mail to at who's Paul. Um, but like the signal is not an interesting character. No. Right. And, and it could be because he has a cool concept. He, he could be, but he's not. Right. Uh, same with Amadeus Cho. Uh, like Riri is kind of on the fence for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I think Riri yep. could work. But I don't think they've used her well enough to make her work. Right. Um, what's the what, what's her name? Kate Kate Bishop, right? The, Kate the, Bishop, the new Hawkeye. Yeah, I think I think she works really well, but not as well as Hawkeye. She really? she works great as Kate Bishop for me. Yeah, I, I see. I like that book. So, oh, I like the uh, book too. That's what I'm saying. It's fun. Yeah. But I prefer old school Hawkeye. Yeah. But but I really love Kate as a character. Right. I just feel like she would be better served as something other than Hawkeye. I see. A different right? code name. Sure, that's fine. That's okay. fine. Different code name. Like uh what's the one? Gwen Gwen Spider? Is that the one? Now now they changed her name? Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen. Uh, now she's she, like Ghost, Ghost Spider, Spider now? Yeah, Ghost Spider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which not to be confused okay. with Ghost Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> if you put Gwen Spider in your mouth, you're gonna spit her out. <laughs> but uh, but but you see you see what I'm saying? Like I think sometimes they try to force characters to be something without giving them the characterization yeah. that they need in order to achieve that status. Right. I agree. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like, think about when you have, like, I mean, I hate to talk about Batman all the time, but like, who, who else but Bruce Wayne could be Batman aside from Dick Grayson? Because Dick Grayson is the best Batman. Okay. Um, I mean, nobody really. Nobody. Even though they say, even though they say that, that it's just the name. Yeah, but you, but you need to earn that name, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You need to earn that name, and you need to let the character develop. So Jane Foster works really well as Thor, 
because everyone knows the character. She's had time to develop as Jane Foster. Mm-hmm. And and the the origin they gave her to become Thor made sense with her history, with Thor's history, and allowed the book to move forward. Yep. And just like uh, Bucky becoming Captain America. Right. Like, to, for me, Bucky worked as becoming Captain America, but, like, Falcon didn't work because it felt forced or rushed. Not forced, but rushed. Rushed, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. like Sam, like Sam being Captain America could have worked and worked awesome, but it just felt like it was for or rushed into it instead of you know not like uh, they were working on Bucky becoming Cap when they first introduced him back, you know, and the strife kind of that he had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And his ideas didn't work with with Steve's, and you can tell like the conflict back and forth. So then, when Steve did get shot and quote unquote die, then Bucky becoming Cap was like a no brainer, even though he didn't want to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know, I think part of the problem is people don't like to. Uh, well, by people I mean some people, uh, and I think you're you're kind of somewhat in this group of people uh, where you, you don't want like politics in your comics. Right. Uh, but, but I think, I think part of the problem when, when you have a new character trying to take over the role of a previous one, especially someone as developed as Steve Rogers as Captain America, um, by the time that the publisher decides that it's time to try something new, mm-hmm. um, the the landscape has changed in in the real world enough where it doesn't work right so i think like if they had tried to do falcon as cap i don't know 5 10 years ago mhm it might have worked okay mhm but but now with the way our society is you need some like a beacon of hope and i think steve rogers is is still that Right, so it makes more sense to have Steve be Cap than Falcon be Cap. Yeah. Uh, yes, and I am to an extent that some people, but like if we're going to stay on the Captain America thing, the first issue of this Captain America mm-hmm. had a brilliant. lot of, yeah, but it had a lot of political stuff in it. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't, it didn't feel preachy, though. Right, Either way. It, yeah. So yeah. so I was good with that. And it doesn't matter if you're preaching the left or you're preaching the right. It just automatically turns me off. But like with this one, you were trying you were lost with him in the way the politics were or trying to figure out who what he stood for now mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Now with Sam becoming cap, I think it was more of the age that we're in with the slow burn, which what worked with Bucky, where Sam was the instant gratification type thing where we didn't have the slow burn and it didn't pay off. Does that make that. sense? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, that's just my take on it. And because there have been awesome things that Sam could have done as Cap, you know? Yeah. 
and those two books and those two books when they were running together was high political like both ways i really like that the the falcon cat book yeah Uh, captain america sam wilson yeah the the only thing i didn't like about it is that he still had the wings and i'm like "Eh, just just make him more cap you know what i'm saying yeah but uh but aside aside from that i was good with it like the feathered wings or like the actual mechanical wings he had the the mechanical wings in that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, <clears throat> um, you got anything else, sir? I mean, we can keep talking if you want, but I know it's getting late there. How long have we been talking? I don't know. Dang! Almost an hour. What the? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus See? Christ! Uh, no, the only thing I wanted to, to bring up was uh, Misty Night nowadays. Okay. Um, cause I think Misty's been, Misty's kind of been around, mm-hmm. but I think, I think the stuff that they're trying with her now is really interesting. Um, I like the fact that she doesn't give two craps about anything, right? So she's running, she's running the, ab- what do they call it? The aberrant something uh, division. Yeah. 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 A- aberrant crimes division. I don't know. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, basically it's like the new shield. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't think we've seen enough of it. I'm, I'm trying to think what book she played a big part of. Um, man, she showed up in something to arrest, uh, arrest one of the, uh, the, the heroes. And I can't remember what it is. And then she showed up in Jessica Jones last week. Mm-hmm. And, and talked about the Aaron Crimes Division. And, and I think the thing is really interesting. And I wouldn't mind seeing that turn into a book. Right, she showed up in Cap, right? Was it in Cap? Yeah, maybe it was, it was in Cap. Cap. Um, so I, I wouldn't mind seeing her lead a book with the the Aberrant Crimes Division because so we like never, a Agents of Shield, only it's not Shield book. Yeah, and mo- more covert, right? Because yeah. yeah. Shield Shield was always very much at the forefront of things, right? Right. Um. But but a more covert book, I think, it would be really really interesting, like uh, like an espionage thing. Get uh, get Brute Baker to write that. I yeah, right. Good really luck with that. Yeah, I know. But yeah, like uh, what's that one indie book? But oh, like the uh, hand. Kind of yes, but it's the one where. Um, she thinks of the possible outcomes of what can happen to save face with who and destroy this person by doing it this way. I can't remember what the book is called now. Dang it. What book is that? That sounds it, awesome. It, oh man, I know you read it. I'm sure I did. It, I read everything. <laughs> but, but she thinks of the, like, she's like a big political person. Uh huh. And like, hey, this guy's almost gonna beat me in the election. Oh, die, die, die. Okay, yeah, the maybe Kirkman it was book. that. Yeah, yeah, the Kirkman book. Yeah, but something like that, you know, to where Misty's thinking of the, the different uh, ways that we can beat somebody or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I, awesome. I know that uh, Erica's doing the, the Daredevil annual, and mm-hmm. from what she told me about it, it seems like it's going to be sort of that. Cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed your guys' conversation about that. Yeah, she was too. great. Yeah. She was awesome. Yep. But no, that's uh, that's all I got there, Mr. Ronnie. Cool. Well, let's wrap this baby up. 
Great. You can find me on the Twitter machine at Rombar316. The show is at Ultimate Marv Pod. Martin's at Geekvine. And even and though I'm, he. I'm on what? Facebook at SexyGirl69. <laughs> really. And you can email. <laughs> <laughs> and you have Comic Talk Today and the yeah. Legion yeah. and ACP and everything yeah. else. All that. Yeah. So if they don't know who you are after, like, what, 50 episodes of this, then they don't need to know? Yeah. I, I, dude, <laughs> I, I, I've been podcasting, like, every day for the past, like, three years. So, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're out.